You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 65 of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we want your preferred platform, let us know and we'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members only subscription tier on versusmikehistory.com. Don't be fooled by the internet. It's, it's cool. It's cool to get on the computer, but don't let the computer get on you. It's cool. It's cool to use the computer. Don't let the computer use you. You all saw the Matrix. There is a war going on, the battlefields in the mind. And the prize is the soul. So, be careful. Be very careful. Thank you. We are back for another episode of Versus Mike History. What's going on, family? Welcome back. Um, it has been a very eventful weekend. You know, uh, we got to see a Versus. We um, we experienced the BET Awards. I love BET Awards at that. Um, we saw Javante Davis turn up in the ring this weekend. And... Um, I know I'm missing a couple other things, but, you know, I got a couple good stories to get into this week um, outside of all of that good stuff. And, yeah, I hope you guys are staying cool in all of this hot weather because, you know, Jersey's heating up specifically. But I'm sure the rest of the East Coast is just as hot right now. Um, and with that, also, just remember to social distance and wear your masks because, you know, COVID is still around and the Delta variant is starting to become um, increasingly popular in large populations. So um, we don't want everybody to get sick again at all. We, and we want to have a fun, amazing summer. But outside of that, let's keep it positive and get into this week's episode. All right. So as always, you know, we got to leave with love. And I actually want to use this time to give a shout out to my dad uh two reasons <laughs> one because i didn't acknowledge father's day at all in last week's episode so um first and foremost uh happy i guess belated happy uh father's day to all the dads out there shout out to you guys you guys are super important and you mean a lot to not only the black community but to the world um and to my dad specifically, though, because my dad just wrote a book. Um, he wrote a book. It's called Black Cop by Michael Morrison. And um, you can get that on Amazon right now. And he's currently, you know, doing a little bit of press to promote that. And um, in, in the book Black Cop, he talks about his experiences dealing with racism as a police officer um, in a New Jersey police department. And um, how he had to deal with racism, not only within the department, but from 
the uh, citizens that he, you know, said he would protect and serve. Um, it's a really good read. And I think that everybody should uh, take the time to, you know, analyze all aspects of the black experience, um, including the experience of being a black police officer, uh, regardless how you feel about the police. Um, and yeah, I guys. So this week's spotlight, I want to keep focused on the Olympics and I want to highlight another amazing athlete in Sydney, Sydney McLaughlin. As she breaks the world record in the 400 meter uh, hurdles to qualify for her second Olympic Games. So um, I'm getting this from Twitter. So I'm going to be a little bit all over the place. Um, Sydney McLaughlin, she's, she sets the world record of 51.90 seconds, 90 seconds in the 400 meter hurdles and secured her spot in the U.S. Olympic team. In one of the most highly anticipated matchups of the track and field trials, uh, McLaughlin beats the Rio gold medalist Delilah Muhammad's previous record of 52.16 seconds. She is only 21 years old, and she is from our home state of New Jersey. So shout out to Sydney McLaughlin once again. She is doing amazing things to be qualified for the Olympics at only 21 years old. She's from New Jersey, and she is a black woman putting on for our culture and for our people. So it's absolutely beautiful. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our topics for the week. And the first one I have here is about Kirby Jean Raymond, who is the founder of Pierre Moss, and the fact that he's been appointed to vice president of creative direction of Reebok. And I'm getting this from Afrotech, so bear with me. Pierre Moss, Pierre Moss founder Kirby Jean Raymond has been appointed to the role of vice president creative direction of Reebok. According to Sneaker News, for the last four years, Gene Raymond and his company have played a vital role in sharing their expertise with Reebok on a collaborative scale. He will now take the helm of a few forthcoming projects and provide creative leadership across all of Reebok's design disciplines. I am thrilled to be, uh, to be evolving my role at Reebok and joining the leadership team as the head of creative direction, said Gene Raymond. I welcome this opportunity to help invigorate the brand with new ideas while also focusing on instilling the sense of social purpose into our work. I think this is awesome news because it shows that more black designers are um, getting lead positions at big companies, big fashion companies. Um, and I know that Reebok is a sneaker company, but it's very important that to note that um, earlier this year, there were rumors swirling around that Master P was supposed to be buying this company. Uh, so to show that black people are able to move up into the ranks, no matter who owns it currently, um, shows that the company and um, other companies are thinking forward in terms of how they want to move forward with adding creatives into their company in terms of applying designs and stuff like that, because, you know, we move the culture forward. And um, nonetheless, this is great news. So let's keep it moving. All right, let's get into this next bit of news, which is a little crazy. But, um, you know, as I usually say, bear with me. Uh, so Tamir Rice's mom is putting Sean King on blast and he's calling and she's calling him out as a, a clout chaser and uh, a white man acting black. And uh, I wholeheartedly 
and behind that uh, notion and of that belief that Sean King is a white man pretending to be black within our culture. But let me go ahead and get into this article that I'm getting from uh, Black Enterprise. So uh, bear with me. Uh, Tamira Rice's mom, Samira Rice, is continuing to speak out against popular social justice activists and she feel that she feels profits off the pain of police brutality victims and embattled social justice advocate Sean King is at the top of that list. Rice has been using her platform to speak out against the leader within movements like Black Lives Matter as she fights to save her son's case reinvestigated. She recently took aim at King after he went on his podcast and revealed a little too much about a private conversation they had, according to a podcast he posted on his site, but he has since disabled. In an Instagram post she shared today, uh, she shared on Tuesday, Samira blasted King in an open letter. For anyone that wants to know the truth, she captioned the post, why do you think that it's so important to tell folks we had a conversation, she said in the statement. Samira went on to detail how toxic, uncomfortable their recent conversation was. Um, I feel personally about this situation just because, um, it really bothers me that we're living in a time where people can, um, profit off of, you know, flying to a city where someone, um, was killed by the police and they can go there and build a career as an influencer or as a content creator behind people's death. Because at the end of the day, someone's mother, father, sister, brother, cousin, uncle, aunt is dead now. And you're here trying to build a career and people, different people within our culture have um, taken their experiences within these moments that they claim to be activism and they turn them into careers where they get sponsorships and go on celebrity talk shows and get paid to do this and that. And um, while I understand that you have to make a living, um, being a influencer is not the way to go, in my personal opinion. Like, it's not something that you should be able to profit off of, um, at least not by the hands of a major corporation, in my personal opinion. So um, props to Samira, props to Samira Rice for calling out Sean King on his bullshit because um, it was a long time coming and it was absolutely necessary. Okay, I got some more interesting news. Um, Michael B. Jordan is changing the name of his rum brand after uh, appropriation accusations. And I'm getting this from Revolt, so bear with me. Michael B. Jordan is changing the name of his new rum brand after he was accused of appropriating Caribbean culture. The actor launched Jovert Rum earlier this month, but the brand garnered increased attention after Lori Harvey and actor Brian Greenberg posted images of the alcohol on their social media. The brand and its name, per message and in the packaging, paid homage to Jovert, the Caribbean celebration that marks the official start of Carnival. Um, I won't read the message that comes with the alcohol, but um, nonetheless, what the message or the explanation that came with the name of the alcohol wasn't enough to satisfy the people of the Caribbean who were offended by it. And um, if people from that region feel as though uh, he was appropriating their culture, then I'm glad that he took the proper measures to immediately change 
um, the name of his brand. And this should be an example to everybody who um, may pick up uh, an alias for their brand or for themselves that may be considered uh, offensive in, in different cultures. Just be aware that, you know, as you garner more attention for that brand, um, you may offend different groups and it's easy as just changing it. You know what I mean? You don't have to go through this whole process of trying to explain why this is why you chose it and that it wasn't with the intention of disrespect because people are already disrespected. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Got some more news here that uh, Telfar will be the official sponsor of the Liberian national team, um, which means that they will be designing all of their uniforms and practice gear and all of that stuff for the 2020 Tokyo uh, Tokyo Olympics excuse me um so shout out to Telfar and I think that this is an absolutely beautiful opportunity to showcase uh black brands with black bodies on a major platform uh a global platform rather and uh you know it's just a beautiful thing And I wanted to uh, share that with you guys. Okay, we got some more positive news. um, uh, And the fact that Sierra is bringing awareness to cervical cancer with a new campaign. And I'm getting this from Black Enterprise. So, Grammy Award winning singer-songwriter Sierra Wilson is collaborating with the Black Women's Health Imperative and um, Hologic's project uh, Health Equality to remind black women to guard themselves against cervical cancer. The Serving Serving Confidence Initiative encourages women to stay on top of their well-woman exams, according to a news release. Hologic's Project Health Equality's website explained that the initiative offers a combination of research, education, and access to address the disparity in health care that black and Hispanic women receive. According to a report by Kaiser Family Foundation, there is a notable difference in the care that women of color receive compared to their white counterparts. I think it's absolutely beautiful that Sierra is going out of her way to bring awareness to cervical cancer um, through her um, serving confidence campaign. And, um, you know, whenever black people of a higher class use their platform to bring awareness to something that affects people um, of all classes is always a beautiful thing and always a positive thing because um, it's something that they're going out of their way to do. And it's something that um, is always needed. You know what I mean? So shout out to her and uh, let's keep it moving. Okay. I got some more cool news. Um, Nigeria's comic Republic signs production deal to bring African superheroes to the world. And I'm getting this from Hollywood Reporter, so bear with me. Nigeria's Comic Republic, Africa's largest publisher of independent comic books, has signed a production deal with uh, Imagine Content and Jackie Boy Entertainment to adapt its catalog of African superheroes for film and TV. Comic Republic publishes such African-based titles such such as Ireti, uh, the story of a university student um, in Ibadan, Ibadan, Nigeria, blessed with superpowers. Ajay, a fantasy title inspired by Yoruba spirituality and mysticism. The Vanguards, which which focuses on an Avengers-style team of superheroes, 
Most of the publisher's titles are rooted in traditional African mythology, folk tales, and culture. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I think a lot of stuff is beautiful. But, um, you know, one of the things that I really loved growing up was reading comic books. And I still love going to the movies to watch comic book movies and checking out all the superhero content that lives on the Internet today. And um, I just would love to see the shift of a new age where I can embrace a catalog or archive full of black superheroes um, and even be able to work with some of those um, projects um, in the future one day. So the fact that these publications are garnering uh, partnerships and collaborations with other mainstream and Western production companies, um, I think it's a Western production company, I'm not sure, but um, the production company is um, will be turning those comics into TV shows and films. And that will ultimately uh, bring those properties up into a global audience. And that's the important part. And, um, you know, it's really great to hear that that's happening because um, I would love to read new stories about new heroes that are based in uh, the culture that my ancestors are uh, are from, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's great stuff going on, man. Let's go ahead and move on, though. All right, guys, last but not least, let's wrap up with the verses that took place over the weekend. So Bow Wow and Soldier Boy took the stage to take their 20 hits, their 20 best hits, and go head-to-head against each other. And I've got to say, this is probably one of the top five best verses. It was extremely entertaining. These two guys are hilarious, and they're pure entertainers. Um, What can I say? Bow Wow definitely destroyed Soldier Boy. I was not expecting that, to be honest. Um, I didn't expect Soldier Boy to win. I just thought that <laughs> I thought that he would be able to hold his own. Like he has a lot of he has a lot of big hits, but you gotta sometimes you gotta really take a step back and really realize who Bow Wow is, you know, and how long he really been in the game because he really doesn't have to make music anymore. And uh, <laughs> you know, he's he's that guy. Um, but you know, all between all the jokes and all the promotion that surrounded this event, it was um, really dope to see. They at the actual event they brought out um Jermaine Dupree, they brought out the Brat, they brought out them franchise boys, uh, they brought out Omarion and uh DJ Academics was there and you know, it was a whole grand occasion. Uh the Instagram numbers were through the roof. Uh, they were like six hundred thousand, haven't seen versus numbers that high in quite a while. Um, and a lot of people were interacting with this battle. It was overall extremely successful. And, um, you know, shout out to Tim and Swiss for doing it again. Like, um, I just hope that it stays within the culture because I'm hearing rumors that a, a band might be going next in verses. And I'm not with that. Um, a white rock band, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm just not with that. But overall, this event was very, very, very dope, very funny, very entertaining. And, uh, yeah, just a great time. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into some new music. 
So, like I said earlier in the episode, we have a lot to get into. So, first and foremost, we have a brand new album from Tyler, the Creator. And um, it's uh, titled Call Me If You Get Lost. And it's sort of a Gangsta Grills mixtape slash project. Um, But still a complete album by Tyler's standards. And uh, it's pretty amazing. I can't lie. Like, from top to bottom, I've listened to it a lot. And, you know, the way that Tyler layers songs and produces them and um, arranges his projects to um, just have one cohesive sound is, you know, amazing. And the fact that he just elevates uh, his his, his talent over and over again is just so impressive to me. Because, you know, this is somebody who has gone through many different phases and many different um, moments of, like, experimentation and things like that. And to see it all culminate in such a great image as he, you know, reaches his peak or maybe he's at his peak now or whatever, um, you know, it's just great to see. But moving on, um, we have an album from Doja Cat, Planet Her. That's out right now. Um, Hiatus Coyote dropped Mood, uh, Mood Valiant. Cautious Clay dropped uh, Dead Pan Love. Ski Master, Ski Master Slump God dropped um, Sensitivity the Mixtape. And yeah, we also got a new single from Now called Messy Love. I've been running that back into the ground all weekend. Um, we also got a new single from Snow Allegra called Lost You. Um, we got some new music from uh, Kid G and Uzi Vert, Teenage Dream 2. Some uh, music from Wafia, Taku, and Masego called Wide Open. We got a new single from Jasmine Sullivan called Tragic. Um, and we got a new single from The Baby as well called Red Light, Green Light. We've seen a uh, A lot of commentary surrounding that one on social media lately. Uh, New music from Mick Jenkins as well called Truffles. Some new Burner Boy and Mist called Rollin'. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much much all I see here. Um, Now, in addition to all of this new music dropping um, this weekend... Uh, the BET Awards also aired on Sunday, and a lot of people performed, and there were a lot of um, upsets in terms of who won what awards, and I'm just going to go through this list that I pulled up on Google, and I see here that uh, Burna Boy won International Act, which I think pretty much checks out, uh, even though this, I like this uh, list with Hetty One and Wizkid and all these other artists. Uh, WAP won video of the year uh, against um, Up and Do It, Laugh Now, Cry Later, Go Crazy, and Leave the Door Open. Bree, won- Bree Runway won Best uh, New International Act. Shout out to her. Um, oh, she got that over Tim's. That's a, I don't know. Uh, SZA won the BT Her Award. Giveon won Best New Artist over Flo Millie, Coyle Ray, Jack Harlow, Lotto, and Pooh Shiesty. You know? Hey. 
Um, WAP won Best Collaboration over Crybaby, over Rockstar, over For The Night, over Popstar and What's Poppin' Remix. Meg Thee Stallion won Best Female Hip Hop Artist over Cardi B, Doja Cat, Coyla Ray, Sweetie, and Lotto. Savage Remix won a Viewer's Choice Award over WAP, Rockstar, Laugh Now, Cry Later, Go Crazy, Popstar, The Bigger Picture, Leave the Door Open. Album of the Year was Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan over King's Disease, After Hours, Blame It on Baby, Ungodly Hour, and Good News. Congratulations to Jasmine Sullivan on winning Album of the Year. That's an absolutely amazing feat. feat. One, because this was an EP, and she made that clear while she was promoting uh, promoting it. And um, additionally to that, you know, this is, this is an artist who... Um, we hadn't seen for a long time before she came back with this project. So the fact that she, you know, took the time out to get herself together in whatever capacity that she needed to, and she came back and delivered this, you know, rock star project and is now uh, seeing the accomplishments and seeing the fruits of her labor is absolutely amazing. And I'm so, I'm so happy for her. Queen Latifah won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Shout out to her. Um, best movie went to Judas and the Black Messiah over One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey Soul coming to America too, and the United States versus um, what's the name of that movie? Billy Holiday. Silk Sonic won Best Group over Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin, Migos, Chloe Halley, City Girls, and Chris Brown and Young Thug. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. There's that's completely uncalled for. I don't even understand. Why that would be set up that way. Um, they shouldn't even be considered a group because they just put out one single, man. That's not fair. That's not cool, man. And these guys, I mean, maybe over 21 Savage and Metro Boomin, maybe over Chris Brown and Young Thug, but over City Girls, Migos, and Chloe and Halle? Come on, bro. It's ridiculous. Migos just dropped Culture 3. Chloe and Halle had an amazing album with... Um, ungodly hour and the city girls are on fire everybody love the city girls bt is slipping um best male hip-hop artist went rightfully so to the baby over j cole pop smoke jack harlow drake and the baby young stars awards went to marseille martin male r&b went to chris brown female r&b went to her gospel went to kirk franklin over bb wine and cc wine is marvin sap her and tamala man Andrew Day won Best Actress for her role in uh, The United States versus Billie Holiday. Chadwick Boseman won probably for Ma, uh, either for Ma Rainey. Yeah, for Ma Rainey. Um, and Video Director of the Year went to Bruno Mars and Florence Deschard for Leave the Door Open. And um, I'll, I'll stop there because that's pretty much all I feel like talking about. So, yeah, it was a pretty exciting weekend in terms of music. So, um, I mean, if you want to go check it out, go ahead. But I guess I just gave you all the info you needed. Um, in terms of movies and stuff, Fast and Furious 9 has come out this weekend, and I have not seen it yet. I have not been to the movies since Tenet came out. Yeah, I haven't been to the movies since last summer. Um and I don't think that I'm going to go. I'm not sure if I'm going to go see that in the theaters or not. Um, 
but I'm curious to know how none other than now I'm going to go to and I'm going to go ahead and play messy love for you. So take care of black people. Movies I don't I haven't I haven't seen a quiet place too. Said are you worried? I'll feel the same if I let you in. Tell me you notice, then I'll be to blame if I can't forgive. Said I can't lie, said I can't lie, said I can't waste my mind, not even this time Said I won't break, said I won't break, said I won't change my ways, not even this time Cause no I won't break no way, not even this time.